0: On the program today, we have Tim Hushbeck with Public Service Company of Oklahoma. Hi, Tim. Hi, George. Wonderful to see you. Good to have you on the show once again. I don't know, once or twice a year sometimes we try to have you on and talk about uh,
1: what's going on. That's
0: right. That's right. Uh, Things going on with the power companies and all that. and uh, We rely on that each and every day, don't we? (laughs) We could live without electricity, it seems like. It's
1: it's getting harder and harder every day, so... uh. (laughs) Hopefully, we'll keep that going.
0: No doubt. So, uh, we just turned the calendar on fall, thank goodness.
1: Yeah, weather's great. Uh,
0: yep, and uh, that's going to bring us to the colder temperatures in winter, and I guess the, let's get started by talking about maybe some some conservation tips for folks to maybe save on their on their energy bills.
1: Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a good time now that the uh, weather is a little bit nicer, not so brutal up in your attic. You might take a peek up in your attic and, and see what the uh, – attic insulation and such looks in there, um, that is really always my go-to. If, if there's anything you can do to the house, that's the most uh, economical way that you can improve what's going on. But, um, and I don't think I've mentioned this to you, Jordan, but we do have a, a program out there also that uh, people can take advantage of that it's set up by the Corporation Commission. So everybody always kind of thinks, well, there's got to be some kind of catch to it because, uh, it has the word free in it. Mm -hmm. Everything that gets done to your house is free. You have to, uh, you know, uh, have a household income below $55,000. The house has to be lower than 2,200 square feet and it has to be built before 2010. But this program is out there. Like I said, it's part of the, the mandate that we're given by the commission to uh, help people with energy efficiency. So they look at windows, they look at insulation, they look at a bunch of stuff that you can improve. And it's, it's a wonderful program, and i just suggest people, if they have an interest in that, to go online uh, to PSOklahoma.com and just pull up the energy efficiency portion there and look at that. But it's there's no catch to it. There really isn't. So... It's something that uh, people should really take a look at if you've got an older home that's, say, like I say, the insulation and things like that are starting to deteriorate a little bit.
0: In right, uh, and there's got to be a homeowner, not a renter or anybody like that. There, I guess. Yeah. Well, it you can be a really? renter. Really. Okay.
1: Uh, initially, when the program came out, there, it wasn't a renter, but I would I would have you go on there and and read up before you approach your landlord on on how that's done and such, because I don't know all those rules, but there are ways that you can do rental property, which is fabulous for people. Cause we run into that where people rent something and their bills are almost higher, higher than their rent sometimes because it's not very efficient or something. Right. So uh, we changed that for that reason uh, a few years after we started the program.
0: So yeah, uh, windows, you know, make sure that they're uh, sealed yeah Uh, it's been a while since you've run some caulking around there that's a good deal or uh, windows are so efficient anymore these days i mean if you can afford to replace your windows that's yeah a good thing
1: you know it's kind of windows tend to be expensive but if you can replace them it makes a big difference Mm -hmm. but as you say if if you're not at that point but uh you can sure check the caulking around there and, and and you can help yourself same with you know drafts under your doors and such if uh you need to roll up a towel or something when it starts getting cold and just anything to kind of block it some or just replace the the uh, weather stripping under the door, those type of things. Any of those things you can start doing now, you'll you'll be glad you did once the really cold weather hits, you know, at this point. And then also just filters and, and things like that. If you have a heating and air person, you know, just have them come uh, check your, your units out twice a year and... and um, always get those filters replaced. All those things will help out on efficiency.
0: Right. And a lot of the times you can do it yourself Yeah. Uh, yeah instead of calling a, if you don't have a, some homes have contracts with their, with their, uh, energy company, but, uh, or with their, uh, heat and air company yeah. to do that. But a lot of times you can do it yourself.
1: Yeah. A lot of people, you know, you can get those filters in a lot of locations, just, you know, just departments, so local hardware or, store. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, anywhere like that. So, uh. You know, it's it's not real difficult, but, uh, you know, so if you're comfortable with it, just do it. It, it, it helps. Wanted to talk about some uh, things that PSO
0: is going to be doing in the Chickasha area here over the next few months. And this is kind of exciting news.
1: Well, I find it kind of exciting. When we started, uh, actually, if, you know, sometimes it's kind of like a sewer system in a city. As things happen that people never really see and, and then you know it makes a big difference though. And one of those would be out uh, at the Nord sub uh, out on Norge Road or substation out there. Uh, we just completed some work out there to upgrade part of that sub. And uh, what I'm really excited about is the upgrade of the transmission system. Um, you'll see it running down Country Club Road uh, is where some of the work will be becoming. Uh, over, uh, I don't know how we got lucky enough for this, but over the next five years total, uh, you know, there'll be a big upgrade of the transmission system in western Oklahoma. And uh, if you think about it, the transmission lines are the main lines that bring them into town, and then it breaks down to the distribution lines, which are the lines you generally see around town and then connecting to your house. So, Unless the transmission lines are in in, uh, fabulous shape, if they go down, you're not getting anything on into town. So this upgrade of this, this is multi-million dollars in upgrades to these transmission lines that are going to make it more uh, reliable for town. And then it's kind of addressing the future for some of the things that are coming online, you know like electric vehicles, things like that that are coming online in the future that are going to require a little more electricity than they have in the past. So is it, is it
0: more than just uh, running new transmission lines? Is it something better, greater it, than that?
1: Well, it's, it, that is the main thing, is mm. new lines and upgrades of, of the substations to be able to handle that, but uh, uh, those are pretty versatile, uh, what you can do, but you you know your lines have to be a certain diameter to push enough electricity. It's like Pushing water down a pipe, really in a odd way. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's the same kind of principle, really. So you got to have a big enough line to push it through. Be
0: interested about it. How what the age of some of the transmission lines? Are. I don't know if you've got a guess or anything like that. But yeah, uh,
1: I would guess. I mean, I'm sure you've got some for sure that are 50 years old and more. Um, oddly enough, we've seen poles out there that have been up to a hundred years old. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing how long how do you tell how do you
0: tell if it pulls 100 years well old?
1: a lot of them have uh have markers to them to be honest okay i mean not the one people out there pulling the markers out but, <laughs> right <laughs> but the real old ones tend to have like kind of like a i don't know if you ever saw old railroad ties where they drove the little pins in them that tell what year they were and such there's, there's markers like that and then our atlases and some of those will tell when when they went in but um uh it's not uncommon uh, you know for a transmission line to, to go 50 years or something like that that's why i say it's kind of exciting now to see them upgrade because it could be a long time before they're upgraded again you know because of the durability of them
0: you're going to be replacing
1: the street lights in Chickasha? yeah that's that's another thing that's really really interesting um, we we being PSO are replacing all the lights Street lights in all the towns in our system. So across the state of Oklahoma, uh, it's a it's a pretty ambitious deal. We've been we've been working at it. Uh, the goal was to get them all changed within one year. And uh, in Chickasha, uh, you know, people probably wonder how many. Uh, I'll throw a guess out there to you, George. Any idea how many streetlights there might be in Chickasha? No in? clue. No clue. Well, there's more than a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to guess quite that low. <laughs> there's actually 1,130 streetlights that are the, uh, you know, that the city requests, and we can't put up a streetlight unless the city requests it. So at some point over the years, 1,130 times they've came to us and said, "We need lights here." Um, so they will come in um they will i was gonna take a look here yeah they they figure when they do Chickasha, they'll do forty five lights a day, so it'll be several crews will come in here and do it, and uh there
0: will either be p s o crews or contractors these or will be
1: contract crews, yeah, yeah, um a company named force is do has been doing them so far. Uh, And that'll start in February and will end in March is the goal uh, as far as getting those all replaced. But uh, it's pretty amazing. You would think uh, it would take longer than that. But they're pretty good at just jumping up there and popping them out and wiring them back in and popping the new one in. And the LEDs will be. You say they're going to be new LEDs. Yes, they'll all be LED lights. It'll be a brighter light, um, more like daylight I would say instead of like the orangey tint or some of those you see on some of those um, so it's a lot brighter light It uh, and it, what we like about it also it's more durable and they use less fuel so the city pays a street light fee and then there's a fuel charge to everything and so this will be good for the long run because street lights will use less fuel
0: and what about individual Uh, household yeah uh, if they've got a yard light or something like that
1: yeah you can request to have those those changed, and as they go out um, um, they will be be replaced the uh, the problem right now uh, tends to be you know with us doing such a vast amount do we have enough other on hand to be able to change them at the current right just right now but that'll that will be alleviated within the year So as we we tend to get, we've got a lot of eastern Oklahoma already done. They haven't done Tulsa and they haven't done some of the really big metros, but a lot of eastern Oklahoma. uh, They've done like Ninnacal has already been done. Uh, Bradley has already been done. Um, Some of those, uh, depending on the number of lights, some of the local uh, folks, they just had them go out and do those. So um, they need the contractors in town, so we were able to change some of those. But, uh, yeah, it should brighten everything up and give it a, a new look, which is, you know, to me it's real great for Chickasha because of all they do at the Festival of Light and with the leg lamp going in and everything. It'll kind of put a new shine on Chickasha, you know, for all these, these events when people come to town too. And uh, so I think it just gives them a better appearance. But the, but the other part that's kind of interesting about that for the people that like to... Um, look at the stars. Um, I guess they're called astronomers. Yeah. <laughs> Stargazers. Stargazers, that's probably a better <laughs> word, yeah. Um, these put out less light pollution, actually, because they're more direct. They They put the light on the street and down instead of out to the sides and such. So um it, it's a makes it a lot of cleaner look and you can you know still see the stars and such they're not obscured by the the light pollution coming off don't me.
0: necessarily have to go out in the country although that's still the best way to do it if sure they, yeah so sure. Uh, i know there's been a lot of talk about uh, jupiter being uh visible uh and if you've got a good telescope you can see some of the moons that's around a, jupiter right now oh, that's, that's kind of cool neat.
1: i was always fascinated by yeah. space when i was a kid so i'm like and as i was driving in here to talk to you they were they were talking about um some of the folks heading up to the space station and such um yeah that, that that's interesting i that would really need to go out there and see that No
0: doubt about it all right so uh let's turn our attention to uh, the rates that we're paying now and it's not just pso but it's uh you know oeg ong ogd uh courtesy of the polar vortex yeah. of uh, almost two years ago now that's going to be something that we'll ne- never forget well it's uh, we'll once never, in a once-in-a-lifetime thing i hope
1: yeah you'll never forget it and every time you pick up your bill for the next 20 years you'll be reminded of it because there will be a charge on there and the reason that was done is
0: it is it itemized on the bill yes okay yes uh,
1: there's a, a new, kind of a new bill coming out i mean it looks the same but it should be a little bit clearer of everything you see and such. And um, uh, that's, that charge will be very visible on there. For most people, it's gonna average around $5. It could be a little more obviously, uh, depending on what you use and such at your home. But, um, but, but what that is, what really that uh, spawned from was just when, we, when you get your bill, if you look at your bill, a lot of your bill is fuel. And what people don't realize is the portion that's fuel, PSO can make. They, by law, cannot make any money on it. So fuel is just a pass-through. So when the polar vortex hit, um, natural gas became extremely expensive. It went up. There was a shortage of natural gas, and uh, that's... The main thing that caused the problem. A lot of people thought it was because uh, w- uh, wind farms froze up and such. That wasn't a huge problem. It was really the cost of natural gas is what went up.
0: And I think they're still trying to figure out why that happened. Yeah, that was just the phenomenon that uh, makes a, a lot of people mad, and it's it's
1: yeah, they're going whatever be, happened. Uh, <laughs> they're going to do everything a, yeah. to keep that from happening again because a lot of people. Um, I mean it cost people people jobs it cost uh, you know a lot of heartache it caused the legislature to get involved and that's how we came up with this 20-year plan uh, was uh, legislative action on that and uh, um, the uh, big wind farm that we just built even if we had the same situation, uh, None of those would freeze up because they've they've all got heating systems to them kind of a maybe a live and learn I think we already had that as mm-hmm. a plan a kind of backup the, plan yeah, yeah that those wind turbines will not uh, you know be affected the same way by cold but uh, like I said the main issue was natural gas and and that's kind of what you're paying for is the natural gas that was used for for that situation Uh, As I say, I think a lot of lessons were learned, and hopefully that's behind us, but um, you still just mother nature, you can't, uh, you know, if we had an extremely long cold streak, I I don't, you know, I can't guarantee you something else like that couldn't happen, but uh, we can sure hope it doesn't because uh, everybody's bill's high enough. we will have a fuel adjustment because we have under-collected on fuel to go along with this. So bills are—you'll you'll see the bills are kind of creep up, but it's not—shouldn't be super dramatic as far as, like, this polar vortex thing was.
0: Right, and we, we learned a lot about the, the power grid across the country uh, with this, too. So yeah. it's been a very educational experience.
1: And the part about a power grid is— uh, The thing is, it's designed, when you see it shut down or something, that's to keep it from having a domino effect where it collapses everything and would keep you off for long periods of time. So uh, outages, I mean, it's hard to say, but outages often aren't all bad because an outage may be caused to keep something worse happening. Like a few, when we blow a fuse on a transformer, most people think a transformer blows up. 99.99% of the time, that's the fuse to the transformer blowing up. And it's pretty impressive when it blows. It puts out a green uh, look, and it's loud, and it it looks like you think the whole transformer blew up, but it's just a little fuse. And that's there to, um, just to protect the transformer, and then you may see a serviceman come out with a really long pole. They put a fuse on that, and they put it back in there, and they pop it right back in. They don't, uh, sometimes they don't even have to get off the ground. They can do it with a stick, you know, it's really windy and stuff. It's, a, mm. it's quite an art to see those guys do it. But um, those type of things are protections to, keep, to protect the system.
0: And uh, the power pool, of course, we've got the Southwest Power Pool that serves uh, Oklahoma, Texas, and up through uh, the north. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, It's
1: like fifteen, you know, fifteen states states. through uh, up north, and uh, uh, you know, we're controlled by the uh, Southwest Power Pool. Kind of like when we do this transmission work in the summer, there are certain times we can't do work in the summer on a transmission line. And that's to keep from overloading the transmission grid. And, uh, you know, so there's times, you, you know, you can, you've only got windows you can work on the transmission, as we were talking about earlier. And uh, so, but that's a protection, too. That's the reason that's in place.
0: Wanted to talk about uh, a little bit about the alternative energy. You kind of touched in a little bit with the, with the wind farm that uh, has gone in. And, we've uh, also and that's got, for maybe northern Oklahoma, basically, part of Arkansas?
1: Yeah, it runs up. It, it covers Oklahoma and Arkansas, yeah. Uh, Arkansas is getting some of the power from that. It's up uh, in the Edmond, kind of the Edmond area, which is not an area we serve. The The wind farm is actually out in an area uh, that, that PSO doesn't serve. So, uh, But we pump that back toward Tulsa, the majority of it, and uh, – uh, it feeds back clear down into over into Arkansas and such over there. Um, it's pretty amazing um, as far as the the turbines and such, and then you'll start seeing, uh, like at Fort Sill, we've got a uh, solar um, a farm that'll be going in down there and, and you can see solar popping up other places. Um, you know, there's been interest of several people around on solar. Um, currently though um, it's a little bit difficult to get the panels Um, uh, there's such a huge demand with so many places switching over to alternative fuels you know the solar panels have became kind of scarce so some of that may slow down for a while until they get production caught. So it's up. a
0: supply chain issue there, too. <laughs> exactly. it's, just, it's almost like it's everywhere, including bubble gum or something. <laughs> it's just uh, never heard of supply chain problems until a couple of years ago. Yeah, so that's the yeah. thing, affecting everything.
1: We never knew uh, <laughs> first world problems, I <laughs> that's guess, right. till, till now. Yeah, that's
0: right. So we mentioned you mentioned uh, solar and, uh, of course, uh, electric power and the electric vehicles and such. So... Um, if someone is wanting to install maybe an electrical system at their home to power their uh, electric car, is that something that uh, PSO can help with? Or
1: uh, the only thing we would help with on that would be the, do you you know do you have enough power to the home and mm-hmm. things like that? So you got to get with a contractor. But it would to, be mm-hmm. a contractor, yeah, an electrician, electrical contractor uh, does that type of work, and um, you'll you know. Most people don't realize, uh, and I didn't realize this, but Oklahoma is one of the uh, uh, is one of the top states for uh, car charging systems, which is kind of amazing to me because I you don't see that many around. But uh, we're kind of ahead of the game on that, and that has nothing to do with PSO or OG&E or the co-ops or anyone else, because to my knowledge, I don't think any of us are in that business. But some entrepreneurs are coming out and putting those already. Right, we've
0: got some here in Chickasha, which yeah. is interesting. And I guess since Oklahoma is kind of a central state, uh,
1: yeah, maybe so that's the reason. maybe so. You know, Still. you just think you kind of think. Well, more usually it starts on the coast and comes yeah. to the center, but we we jumped the gun on that. I mean, we've already been being such an oil Somebody, and gas state, yeah, you know, somebody's kind of taking somebody's
0: advantage like that. of that. That's it, for sure. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right, we wanted to uh, talk to teachers. A little bit this morning because you've got some great uh, grant programs available.
1: Yeah, the and, and they've been utilized over the years, and it's kind of it's kind of been fun to see this grow. Uh, PSO was one of the very first companies, if not the very first company in Oklahoma, to start awarding grants and doing things for the robotics program. And when we started that out, you know, there were very few classes that had robotics and and uh, Uh, that type of situation, but the interest uh, among kids has just exploded. I mean, you know, it's really, and it's really fun to see some of the projects they do. But uh, we've gotten the robotics grants are now open for any teacher out there that's in the robotics program or uh, tell your teacher about it if, 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 If they haven't heard about it, but if they go out to our website once again, psoklahoma.com, and they can pull up and look at at the application, um, this is an AEP grant, which is American Electric Power, who's our who who owns us. But these grants uh, for high school, it's up to six thousand dollars for seven through twelve. It's up to two thousand dollars. First Lego League, which is fourth through eighth grade, it's $500, and uh, Lego League Explorer, which is uh, grade, second grade to fourth grade, it's $250. And I just hate for any of our area, anytime there's a grant to leave any of that money for someone else in the state to get for us, you know, because it's going out to somebody. So I uh, would love to see uh, any of the communities around here Uh, apply for that and get those grants and they have used them in the past and um, it's it's really a pretty simple process you just come up with what what you're going to do with it and write it up and um, then they award and they they want to award as many as they can used to be when we first started obviously we could award to everybody that applied Uh, anymore it's gotten way more competitive so um so that's you just a, can't
0: imagine robotics in second grade, but you've got to start early, right? That's, that's what, uh, <laughs> that's
1: what I, you know, I couldn't uh, color inside the lines. <laughs> well, I still can't color it inside the lines, but second but, grade. So the application period runs through when? It's, uh, it started in October, uh, the first day of October, and it runs through the fourth Friday in January. And then the uh, grants will be awarded in March
0: psoklahoma.com is the website to go to get information, and uh, folks can go there. They uh, they can get a go there to get like get an app or something. If you if they find out if there's a power outage or something, or yeah. get a phone call or something, right? And yeah, that's uh,
1: been one upgrade that's been that has really been utilized a lot. Anytime you got power out and you want to go on there and see, just go on there and look at outages, and it will tell you almost right down to your house as to where the outage is and and uh it's pretty good information and you can do that 24 hours a day you can do it on your phone whether you have power or not you know or you can do it uh you know obviously on your computer and go in there but but that's something that's utilized a lot
0: and you want folks to be able to go there and they could report streetlight outages or things like that right yeah mm-hmm.
1: street lights you can report there's a lot you can do there i think people get kind of intimidated to go there and thinking well um, you know, I can't really do much, but there is a lot you can do on there and a lot you can find out. And you can find out about all these uh, uh, energy-saving programs and uh, everything we've got out there as far as rebates and things. All that appears out there on that that app.
0: A lot, uh, a lot to learn about. So, Tim, I want to thank you for coming in today and uh, give us an update on, on PSO. Can I give and you the, one more little sure tidbit? Sure
1: Yes, sir. I just want to let you know we're we're kind of under new management, George. We've got a uh, new president and, and CFO of uh, American Electric Power, that's Julie Sloat, and uh, a new president of PSO, and I haven't met her yet, but uh, it's Leanne uh, Strayler, and uh, we're real excited about uh, her coming up. We've heard nothing but good things about her, so... Uh, uh, PSO kind of starts a new era here with with, with new leadership.
0: So. Le- leadership taking us hopefully into the uh, little part of the century. There we That's go. They want to hang around that long. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, again, thanks so much. We really appreciate Thank it.
1: Thank you, George. It's always a pleasure.
0: Tim Hushback with Public Service Company of Oklahoma.